up, Kodak Collective Universe. This is a funny thing just happened. I actually uh, had a mic stand ready for this episode because I've changed locations. I'm now currently in the office because I've been kicked out of the living room because uh, we've got aircon in the house now. So uh, we don't all have to bunk in Skylar's room, but that's a different story. But I set up the uh, mic stand. I looked all professional. You know what? It just didn't feel natural. It didn't feel natural. I like, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's my ADHD. I like having this mic in my hand. It's fun. It feels more intimate. You know what I mean? Anyway, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Good Ag Collective, the podcast that is 20 minutes of your life where we just talk about the ups and downs of dad life. And there are always ups and downs. Just like I just said, the air conditioner wasn't up and down. We'll get into that later. But um, welcome. Once again, thank you for tuning in. It's uh, it's it's lovely to have you here. If this is the 20 minutes of your time where you get alone and you're deciding to spend it with me, I am eternally grateful for that. And I'm just grateful for the community we're building. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where the community is getting bigger, uh, the dad collective is getting more reach, and uh, we just got some cool dads, always some cool dads checking in, saying it, what's up, and uh, mate, it's... It's good vibes. I, l- I love this. This is the best thing ever. And I get excited to do this each week. Um, and it's kind of why I've gone against the whole, ah, you know, I'll just chuck up one of the episodes in the bank. I like doing it week to week. It's annoying, you know, because I've got to make time. But at the same time, you know, it's, re- it's real. It's raw. You get, that, you get that dad flow from the heart, the week that was. So welcome. Welcome to all the dads. Um, as we always do, you know what time it is. If you're a regular listener, you know what time it is. And this time, it is a dad win from myself. Um, it's been a huge weekend. Um, this whole week, actually, has been massive leading up to this weekend. We've uh, decided to have Skylar's birthday. Uh, it's not our actual birthday. Her birthday is actually three days after the due date for our next child. And we figured, you know, instead of ruining Skylar's birthday by having uh, Kia kids water break at her birthday party we decided you know we'll play it safe we'll do it a, a couple of weeks beforehand you know she won't know she's two um i did say to my mate today you know i've gone to all this effort for this birthday and then i'm gonna ask her in 10 years do you remember your second birthday and she's gonna tell me no and i'm gonna sit there and i'm gonna be like i was stressed out of my fucking mind for you but i won't say that because i'm a good dad and that's what good dads do you don't swear as i've learned from bluey i don't know say biscuits I say biscuits a lot now, thanks to Banjo. He's my boy. And I mirror a lot of my fathering techniques on a fictional cartoon dog. And that's okay because we live in 2023 and fictional cartoon dogs can be role models nowadays. So let's kick into it. The dad one of the week. Dad one of the week for me. Um, so we decided, uh, and, and I decided this because I thought it was a really cool concept. But um, I've, I've seen a lot of stuff on TikTok and a couple of my friends do it as well. Uh, dads who stereotypically, you know, we can't bake. It's not a... Some dads can and I applaud you if that's you. Me, not a baker. Absolutely not. I'm barely... An, like I can barely bake, you know, sausage rolls in the... I don't even know if that's baking actually. I struggle with packet cakes. I'll be honest with you. So... We made a plan, you know, it was, I'm going to make a cake every, every year for the girls' birthdays when the next one comes. For their birthdays, I am going to stay up late and get frustrated myself and make a semi-ordinary cake for them because it's going to be made with love. And 
I was very skeptical about myself cooking this cake, but against all odds, and if you've seen my Instagram story, we came out with a cake. It wasn't a great cake. By no means was it great, but it was a cake. And it was a well-formed cake, and it was a tasty cake, and your boy won. It was a huge dad win, you know? And I was very proud of my cake. We had some ups, we had some downs. Um, you know, credit to the boys. Uh we we went out there, the boys being me in my hands. We went out there. We were, you know, under the pump very early on. Uh, we weren't sure whether we were going to come out the bickies, but uh, we did. We got the chockies, and um, I'm very happy with the performance. Uh, it was one of those performances where, you know, we didn't win by a lot, but we won. So we move on to the next. No, but it was fantastic. I was so stoked with it. We did the icing from scratch. The cake was there. I wanted to do like... You know when you picture something in your head and you're like, this is what it's going to look like and you have all, by all means, I thought it was going to look like that. So I wanted to do like a rainbow cake and have it rainbow and then white and then rainbow and then white and then I panicked halfway through putting the hundreds and thousands on and I just, I kept pouring. I couldn't stop and I ended up with a sprinkle cake and not a rainbow cake. Um, But no, we did it. I did it. I felt really good. Everyone ate it, told me, great job. And I said, thank you, you know, it was a big deal for me, but uh, we got it done. So, I don't know, if you want to try something like that with uh, your child's birthday, it is fun. It's actually sick. It makes you really care about the cake. Um, so, yeah, Skyla was pretty stoked. I, um, she said, thank you, daddy, which was the cutest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, thank you, daddy. And I, oh, man, once again, oh, those, those moments kick you hard in the nuts. Because you're like, it's so cute. I love you so much. But um, we got the cake done and it's a cool tradition. I'm very excited for next year because I guarantee you, knowing what I'm like with my sense of humor and knowing that I've probably passed that on to my daughters, at some point I'm going to get roasted for my cake and I welcome it. I can't wait. To be honest, as they get older, I'm probably going to try less and less to make the cake good. I'm just going to be like, Let's see, roast this. Because if you can roast me, I'll be happy with you. But, or, you know, you get the other side where you know it's garbage, but you've raised such a great child that they go, that's really good, dad. And you know they're lying through their teeth, but you're just like, I've done such a good good job with you. So thank you, sweetie. But yeah, massive dad win. Um, just huge dad win in general. Chefing in the kitchen, to be fair. So Kia's at the point now, we're, at, we're two weeks out. We're in, we're in possible flight zone. So, you know, at some point, the rocket ship is going to be launched and we're ready. I think we're ready. I think after this weekend, we got over the hurdle of the birthday, which was surprisingly stressful. Um, you know, when it comes to work events, not stressed. When it comes to events to do with me, not stressed. Two-year-old birthday party, your boy's sweating for some stupid reason. I don't know what it is. But now that it's done... Um, I don't know. I think we're on the, we're, 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 all systems go. I feel like a firefighter who's ready to fight this fire. So, you know, in the next two weeks, um, it's go time. The gloves are on. We're ready to fight. So let's do this. But, um, as I said, I've been chefing in the kitchen. I'm not a, I'm not a very good cook. Um, but I've tried, um, I'm doing dinners every night for the girls they're not great dinners, but they're edible, and uh, I, f- I don't know. It feels good. It, it, for some stupid reason, I don't know what it is. It's, it must be like a primal providing thing with, like, the male 
brain engineering or something but i feel very good when i make my family food like it feels like i'm like keeping them alive i don't know maybe maybe it's a caveman thing i don't know but you know so like i said if you're in the kitchen you're trying if you're one of the dads who and like shout out to the dads who were never good at cooking you know you came from a house i came from a house where and whether you don't like gender stereotypes or whatever this was you know the 90s man where anything went my mum was the cook she was the only cook it was only mum and my mum massive credit to my mum i remember my mum telling me this story that in her first year of marriage with my dad she never made a meal twice in the year never doubled up she made a new meal every single night now i don't have that uh desire to cook so we do have you know i do have stir fry three times and i do have you know a maswan curry three times a week or something like that I, I do make the easiest meals but i still make them it makes kids life better skyla eats what she can you know she does say the maswan curry is spicy i don't think it is but um we do it you know and i, I there's a what cookbook there's a couple cookbooks you can use um yeah it's it's uh it's next level it's, it feels good cooking i'll be honest it's it's a very good feeling you know being able to whip something up and be like here we go your boy's cooking i'm the chef i'm in charge um yeah so massive dad win on the cake but big dad win all together just with you know put my hand up i'm i'm trying my best and we're cooking so if, if you're one of the dads that's out there cooking for their family and you're not the best cook but you're trying your hardest brother i feel you we're all out there it's a new thing you know it's one of those things some of us weren't taught to cook and i was lucky enough i, I was taught the basics but if you're one of the dads who has no cooking ability whatsoever but you're out there trying all the time shout out to you and if you don't get told great job you're doing a great job i'm not gordon ramsay but I'll swear at you, Lest, you're doing a fantastic job. So, yeah, dad wins all over. Dad wins all over. I'm very positive this afternoon, probably because we successfully pulled off the two-year-old birthday party. And as you can hear, I'm still fighting off that dad flu. You know why? Because the engine hasn't turned off. There's no sleeping up in this house. Well, we're trying to. I'm trying to sleep as much as I can, but there's just too much stuff to be done. You know, there's always stuff to be done. You know, whether it's stuff for the new baby, stuff for Skylar, stuff for myself. I still need to wash my own clothes, things like that. It's crazy, but, you know, we're getting by. So, two-year-old birthday, planning a birthday party for a two-year-old is next level because it, it's funny. Like I just said, it's it stresses you out. Like, if you've ever had a birthday party where, or you've ever had, you know, a kid's birthday party that you have to plan for because... I always have this mentality, right? Whenever I have a barbecue or a, a birthday party or whatever, if, if it's a, a party of mine or something or just a gathering, something, you're like, if I've got enough booze, if I've got enough drinks, everyone's going to have a good time. Now, children don't drink. So all the fun stuff that would usually happen at an adult's birthday that include alcohol most likely if you don't drink obviously you just bring your own fun that doesn't happen with kids and as the kids you get in that danger zone of like two and three so we had our first Skylar's first birthday it was great he was laid out blankets put toys everywhere all good no one's going to try and explode or you know run away two 
you're in a danger zone because if the kids aren't entertained, you've got literally, you've almost got a ride on your hands because you've got 10 to 12 small people who when they're together, you know, they could take you out. I would say close to, if they spread out in different directions, you're probably going to have to choose who's getting saved first. So, you know, we tactically, very tactically planned a birthday at the local park and it was a strategic plan. Kira and I had a very, very strict game plan with this. Uh, there is a park next to the gazebo area and that park has like a pool fence around it. So, you know, when you put the kids in there and you're supervising in there, the kids can't leave the park. It's the greatest thing ever. It was the, the greatest tactical play as a parent. You know, team parent, Kira and I, planned out our tactics board of how we're going to approach this two-year-old birthday party. Nailed it. It was one of the most tactical things you could do. So we got the kids in there. It was great. We had enough things going on, enough food, you know, spending money on food. Ridiculous. How much money do I spend on my birthday? Two cartons of beer, 100 bucks max. How much to get started for a two-year-old birthday party? 200. Insane. Shout out Kmart. You, you, Kmart, there needs to be, I need to have an account in my bank account or like my bank account transactions that just goes to Kmart because the amount of money I spent at Kmart for child-related things is obscene and I don't see a way around it. So whoever was the genius that started Homewares at Kmart, you're monopolizing the whole market because you get money for every sort of baby-orientated thing. It's all coming to Kmart. So we pulled it off and... uh you know, on a serious note too, it was a very stressful week. I was not, uh, I was not doing well mentally. Um, I don't know what it was. It's just the, you know, the new baby's coming. Got to be on top of that. Skylar's birthday party. Got to be on top of that. But you also still have to be on top of the newborn stuff. And then you got work. So you got work, but then you got to be on top of the newborn stuff. And then this party's got to kick on. And it seems stupid and it's obviously like a check your privilege moment, obviously. Like I just said, obviously twice because it's that obvious. But, you know, Saturday I was not doing well. I felt like I had a lot on my plate plus the lingering thought of like, what if Kia goes into labor now? Like that's not going to be a good time because what are we going to do with Skylar? What are we going to do with all this stuff? And uh, so I had to do... A little bit of mental, just like, I don't know. I just had to, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I had a cry. I had a cry this week. I'm not even mad about it. There was one night where it was a lot. Um, I just sat in my office and I just had like a 10-minute cry. And, you know, it was the most dad moment because I didn't, I didn't want it to affect my family. I didn't want it to affect them. And I, I should have asked for it. I should have asked for like a bit of help. But I didn't because I thought there's a lot on their plate. You know, my daughter's two. She's probably not going to help me. And you know, she, I don't want her to see. And I don't know whether this is a bad thing or a good thing. I don't want to see me in a way that makes her feel like I'm not in. I, I haven't got it together. And of course, Kia, who's so pregnant that it, 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 she's uncomfortable. It's freaking hot at the moment. She's honestly just like. I don't know how she's doing it and I didn't want to burden her because she's got a million different burdens. So I just, 
it just became a lot. So I sat down, it crept up on me and I just had a cry. And I felt better. I did feel better. And I'm I don't care. I'm I don't even care. I, I am very on the board of the male tears. Because sometimes it does feel good. It just you just let it out. And it does feel good. It, I I reset myself and I did what every good dad does and I, I kicked on. I just charged through it. Um and like I said, you know, I don't know whether it was a good idea to just internalize it, but I did. And, you know, I got through it, but did I handle the situation correctly? I don't know. Did it feel good to cry? Absolutely it did. And I don't even care if I'm a bitch about it or whatever. It is. It's healthy. If that's you, if you have sat in your car, if you've sat in your office, if you've been driving and all of a sudden, you know, you just cry. Bro, it happens. It is what it is. You're no less of a man. You're still a gangster. Not really a gangster, but you know what I mean. You're still a, a man's man. You're still the dad. You're still the king of the house. Sometimes it is what it is. And I don't know, if anything comes from this podcast, you know, it took a turn, didn't it? But it's all good. It's all good. Because I say it every podcast because it is so important. I don't care how many times if people says, do we get it? No, you don't. Because you're doing your best. And that is the whole point of this podcast. Is that to acknowledge that no matter how hard it gets. No matter how much shit you have to deal with. You're doing your best. And that is the the, the best thing you can do for your family is your best. And yeah. So we had a tough week. But we got through it. And that's what counts. Damn we motored that one through. We motored that one through. That's a goodie. Um, so yeah. Tough week. We got to the end. This is a new week. Let's let's get it on. Let's do it. Anyway, ending on a lighter note. Shit dad club. Shit dad club. This is a story I've been wanting to tell for a long time. Since Friday. Because that's when it happened. Um, shit dad club moment of the week. Goes to me. It always goes to me. Unless someone else wants to. No, everyone's big on dad wins. No one wants to send in their shit dad thing. But I think that is the best thing to send in. So if you have a shit dad club moment, send it in. Send it to at cooldadcollective underscore on Instagram. Or you can just message me on TikTok. I just found that out the other day. You can message on TikTok. Send it through. I don't care. Tag me in it. Tag me in your TikTok vids. Let me see them. So... The other, on Friday, I picked Skylar up from kindy, all good. And uh, the educators at kindy, um, <coughs> excuse me, sort of stopped me in the hallway. I just grab a drink because I'm dying. Oh, that's good. Still got that dad flu th- sore throat. Yep. So, I'm, uh, I pick up Skylar from kindy on Friday. I uh, go in and they, they stop me and they say, oh, look, Matson, can we just have a really quick chat about uh, something that happened with Skylar today? And of course, when you're at kindy, you think to yourself, great, my child's German suplexed another kid through a table or they've bitten an ear off like Mike Tyson. I don't know. That's the first thing that comes to mind. I'm like, Skylar's beating the shit out of someone, you know, my small two-year-old blonde pretty daughter. And um, they said to me, look, we just had an incident today. Um, She's woken up from a nap and uh, she's because we're toilet training her at the moment. So she's very well versed in taking her nappy off, which is a blessing and a curse. And uh, she's taken her nappy off uh, whilst all the other kids are asleep and she's very quiet about it. And uh, she's taken her nappy off and she's done a huge poo in her bed. 
at kindy. She's taken a nap here. I've done a huge poo in her bed at kindy. And what she has then done uh, after the poo has come out is she's decided to smear it all over her face, body, and all through her hair. So she started to deci- she's decided to do her own body painting, pretty much. So she's taken a nappy off, done a poo, used herself as an easel, and covered herself in human feces. And they told me that, and my first reaction was I laughed very heavily because I thought my child had beaten another child up, but it turns out she just painted herself in her own poo. And the kindy, the educators were very, very stressed out about it. But I wasn't. I don't know if that was a good dad moment or not, or whether it was a shit dad moment. But I thought it was the most funny, the most hilarious thing I'd heard all day. So they said, look, we've given her a bath. It's all good. She's fine. Um, we just thought we'd tell you. And of course, the first thing I did was I got on the phone to my partner in the car ride home and told her what our beautiful blonde, blue-eyed haired daughter had done. And she laughed as well. And I didn't feel as bad of a father because she thought the same thing. She's like, at least our kid isn't biting and suplexing children through tables. And that's my shit dad club moment. Because my daughter is the daughter who smears pill on herself. Better now than later on, right? Anyway, Jesus. Guys, we did it. We made it to the end. Thank you so much, Cool Dad Collective Universe. You guys are actually the best. I get messages regularly telling me that you guys enjoy the podcast telling me that you know it's made their week or something like that and man i cannot stress to you enough how much that makes me feel good knowing that we're putting out content or i'm putting out content that's making others feel good because i know there's so much negativity in parenting i see it on tiktok nowadays i've got a whole episode on that crazy tiktok I, I, don't, I man, ever since blowing up on TikTok, I spent more time on it. And goodness gracious me, it is the wild, wild west on that platform. It is insane. But, um, you know, like I said, I got a whole video on it. It's coming out soon. But guys, enjoy your week. Enjoy your week. If you are not feeling okay and you're right now realizing it because you're listening to me, one, I'm sorry for bringing attention to it. But two, you know, take some time for yourself, you know, whether it's like, I don't know, having a breather in the car ride home before you jump in and see a family, whether it's doing something for yourself, like going to get a haircut, do something for yourself that resets the batteries. So guys, follow, I don't even know how to end this thing, follow on Instagram, go check out Instagram at Collective underscore or on TikTok at Collective. or if you want to be super generous, give me five stars, give me them five stars and a nice review. You know, because at the end of the day, that's the thing that makes podcast grow. That's the thing that makes this community even bigger than it already is getting. So keep it going. Have a great week, guys. Spend some time with your kids. Be present. Tell your wife or whoever, your partner, that you love them. Tell your kids you love them. And of course, of course, take care of yourself. Peace. Peace.